Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Land of the free and home of the brave. <laughs> what a fucking joke. Land of the free and home of the brave. Oh, this phrase, you guys, is something that I have been so proud of at one point in my life, but sitting here in this current moment, I have to say, truth be told, I don't think I am actually proud to be an American anymore. I really just would really go for being anywhere else in this world at this point. But think about it. Every single person from all over the fucking globe at one point would legitimately give like their left arm just to be a part of this American pie, quote unquote, or like the melting pot that we're supposed to be in this world. But no, no, we have to be on two sides of the fence, left or right. And if you're not on the left and you're not on the right, then you don't have a fucking say. And what the hell is going on in 2022 with the political climate, the Supreme Court, all of it, I just can't even stomach half the shit that's happening in today's Ugh, society. So sit back, relax, put on that condom, or pop your prep pill, and let's ask the question, do you really find value in being an American, or are you proud to be an American as you once were? And why is that? And what the fuck is going on here? are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self-proclaimed, messy, loudmouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host, popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here, and welcome back to the show that actually is the mere definition of what it means to be fully ashamed. <laughs> My Gay Expose podcast. 
And on this week's expose, look, you guys, I don't really want to be a fucking Debbie Downer this week. I really just want to approach this entire expose as just that topic of conversation that we really just all need to have in today's society. Like, what the actual fuck is happening with our fucking country? Why are we taking like 10 years off all the fucking progress that we've made as a society in 2020 fucking two? But like, I I just can't even, and I honestly don't even know where to begin. But I did actually ask you, the listeners this week on the Your Gay Expose segment, by reaching out to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners, what your thoughts are on how you feel about current day America. And you guys, some of the answers this week are really just kind of this entire expose in itself. And I I honestly love getting everybody's individual perspective and standpoint. And we'll go into all of those and all of what I just need to fucking expose to all of you this week about my expose on this fucking country. Oh, God. But first, before we actually, uh, like, look at social media and can't believe that another fucking law in another backward state just got passed once again. First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh my fucking God, what the fuck, what was it, I'm like, oh my God, What a goddamn mess! That definitely merits a re-expose. So, as of this recording, today is officially July the 2nd, 2022. Do you guys know what that means? It's officially two years that my gay expose podcast has actually been a thing. So, this is the two-year anniversary, the two-year birthday of this very fucking show. So I'd like to take a moment to take a step back and reflect since we're actually kind of canceling the 4th of July this year and not really celebrating the independence of America because this year America does not deserve any sort of celebration. So instead we're celebrating My Gay Expose podcast and all the fucking momentous achievements that have happened in the two years that I've actually done this fucking show. You guys, I just want to take a moment to say this has been one of the most rewarding things in my entire fucking life. I was fucking bored as shit, locked down in quarantine in the midst of 2020. And I decided that I needed to like actually create something that started off a little rocky, but has very quickly become like the biggest fucking part of my life in ways that I can't even fucking express almost to a place where I just don't even really think that I'm ready to date anyone anymore because I feel like this show is really like the relationship that I need in my life. (laughs) But honestly, ranked 
number 14 of the top 200 best LGBTQ plus podcasts of all time. And just all the praise and adoration, all the offers rolling in. Like, if you looked up the word life-changing in the dictionary, that's it for me. That's it. This fucking show has changed my life. And I just want to take this moment to say thank you from the bottom of my gay little black heart for being the very best part of this fucking show. Because without you, I wouldn't be here. So thank you. (laughs) From all of us here at My Gay Expose Podcast. And on that note, it's, it's kind of ironic that the My AIDS Life Cycle Journey Expose last week was the actual legitimate, like, episode tailing into this anniversary and making it one of those marks and momentous occasion. And shockingly enough, I did this shit because it did the experience itself, riding from San Francisco to LA, meeting all the people, working for such an amazing cause, changed my life in such a way, as you so heard last week. I'm so grateful and thankful that somehow, you guys, this episode is like jumping in numbers and actually far surpassing even the ass-eating exposés. It's so fucking crazy. It's like actually slated as we speak to potentially be maybe in the top five exposés of all time in regards to performance and the top performing episodes. So thank you once again from the bottom of my gay little black heart for like supporting my AIDS life cycle journey and actually just coming along with me on that journey. And speaking of coming along with me on that journey, official registration opens August 17th, AIDSLifeCycle.org. You guys, I'm telling you, if you don't believe me, and if you're having trouble understanding anything that I have to say in regards to what this AIDS Life Cycle journey has just changed and done to my life, register. Just register. August 17th, AIDSLifeCycle.org. I will see you all there. So before we get my gay expose that just so happens to have a very anti-patriotic themed undertone, first, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners. I actually asked, how do you feel about America currently? Because I really want to know, like, how everybody feels. And we'll just have to get all of that information from all of these different types of people from all over the country now. Michael says, I'm not even going to entertain the idea of answering this question because I think we all kind of know what's happening now. Daniel says, disappointed and worried, but still happy to live here and have a voice. Christina says, I feel generally hopeless for a better future and overall embarrassment about America. When I think of America, I don't even like calling it our country. 
I knew that we lived in a dystopian society, but I, it's just unbelievable. Okay, so I had to actually Google dystopian. <laughs> Thanks, Christina, for furthering my future, like, vocabulary, I guess, so to speak. So dystopian actually means... Hold on, I'm pulling up the Google right now. Just for those not in the know, related to or an imagined state or society where there is a great suffering or injustice. And honestly, thank you, Christina, for basically telling all of us what we already know, that that is the mere definition of the United States of America. (laughs) Helen says... She actually just replied with like this little screenshot of something I think that she got off one of the social media outlets. But it says the 4th of July has been canceled due to the shortage of independence. Sincerely, women. And I fucking couldn't agree more. Not just from women. From all of us. Ugh. Muck says, sadly, it's not good. Malia says, I hate it. I'm so angry at our country. It's bullshit. There's so many great ideas, but only on white male terms. Oh my God, I 1000% agree with this statement. For sure, the oldest, richest, whitest person makes all the rules in this fucking country. Agreed. Jerry says, I'm so annoyed with everything that's happening that I just try my very best not to look at any news outlet, social media, any of it. I can't. It just makes me so pissed off. (laughs) Fabian says, as of 2020, everything seems to be going downhill and the pattern is pretty fucking consistent. (laughs) My straight brother, Ryan, says as follows. I'm still proud to be an American. We're still the freest country. Emphasis on ist. I feel we're declining as a nation, but America, like life, is a pendulum swing. Left to right, back and forth. God forbid we land somewhere in the middle where reason lies. My biggest gripe is politics. It used to be what's best for my America slash party, but now it seems like politics is how can we stick it to the other party so we can win? It's like watching the sports team fans, but sports is just a game. Politics is fucking with people's lives. It's kind of scary. Oh, and if this is for your podcast, insert something funny here. Bitch, you're supposed to insert something funny here. (laughs) Allie says, Ever since Trump was elected, I have a weird time with the 4th of July because I feel like it's hard to be proud of our country. I just want to pause for a quick moment before I read the rest of this and say, uh, same? (laughs) The 4th of July used to be my fucking favorite holiday, you guys. And now I just can't even be bothered. More on that later. Allow me to finish the rest of what Ali has to say. She says as follows. Especially with the recent Supreme Court rulings, it's very all over the place and on the top of my mind how backwards 
So many of the things are in our country. It makes me half joke, half seriously discuss this with my friends about how California separating out into its own country might be a good thing. But being the optimist that I am, part of me still feels grateful to have grown up here and had so many privileges that other people don't have. And really, I don't think it helps to feel hopeless or give up on what's going on in these times. We have to keep working towards what we believe in and hoping that change will come soon. Ugh, let's all hope. Abraham says, I feel like it's regressing in many ways. Conservatives are slowly dismantling the progress that so many of our elders fought for. Kevin says, fuck this country. <laughs> you guys, if you even knew who Kevin was, this is like the most intellectual comment that really has just ever uttered out of his mouth. <laughs> and I mean that with all of the love in the world, girl. <laughs> Joseph said, all of these events make me want to move away. Michael number two said, what's the opposite of being proud to be an American? Kyle says, land of the free? Nope. Peter says, as the political climate continues to shift, my mindset on how proud I am to be an American continues to shift right along with the politics. Yen says, as a first generation immigrant, growing up, I was always proud to be an American. One of my favorite songs was America the Beautiful. Whenever that song played on TV, the images that accompanied it were diverse and reflected the melting pot that is our country. I believed in that American dream. I thought it was a beautiful thing to hang the American flag in front of your house. I kept asking my parents to hang one in front of ours. But since Trump came into the picture, the flag sort of changed meanings. The people calling themselves patriots and true Americans didn't really look or sound like me. People who have waved that flag for the past seven years didn't share my same morals or views of society or inclusivity. The flag I once loved, the flag that represented a safe embrace, now feels like a divisive wall. Now, when I see people celebrating America, a part of me wonders if they're actually celebrating America or if they're celebrating just a part of America. But as Ali mentioned, we can't give up. If we become silent or disappointed, the haters win. My grandfather, who, by the way, was a very pro-Trump supporter, gave us a flag to hang. I've refused to put it out because it didn't. I don't want to support his views. But maybe it's time to take back that power and change the narrative. Maybe the next time we celebrate human rights or fight for an unjust cause, we display the flag proudly. Because just as much as their America excludes me, my America embraces them. And oh my God, you guys, all I have to say is one big giant, damn! Wow. Like that drops the mic, sums up this entire expose. Oh my God. Yen, I fucking love you. <laughs> 
Wow. I have to say a lot of these fucking answers were really just spot on. And Yen, oh my God, you, well said. So fucking well said. Like you actually could have just been the entire expose this week. That's actually the actual legitimate sentiment that I'm trying to get across this week. You know, funny enough, I just want to say this before we move on. I actually reached out to my Christian brother because I just sort of wanted to get his perspective, knowing full on that it was like a lot of what's happening in today's current political climate is shit that he actually is pro about. And I just wanted to see what he'd have to say. And truth be told, he actually, I didn't read his answer because he sent me an audio message back, but it was really kind of crazy to hear him as a Christian and being such a devout Christian, saying that he just doesn't agree with how things are so split, so divided, so it really just opened my eyes to even the Christians, even the people who are supporting a lot of these laws and rules and new implementations that are going into our political climate are actually against all of this shit. It's so crazy. And I I just, it blows my mind. And it really just makes me have faith and hope that one day, maybe we can all get to a place where we can actually hold hands and sing Kumbaya by the campfire again one day. But I don't see that fucking shit happening anytime soon. But if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay. And now let's get my gay expose that just so happens to have a Fuck the 4th of July because this country sucks. Themed undertone. All right, you guys, listen. I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster. And it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. (laughs) But you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing. of the free. Land 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 of the free. Yeah, you know, no matter how many times I say it, it still doesn't feel like it's like a right sentence to even be saying in this moment, in this current climate of today's society, We are so not the land of the free. A fucking song, an American anthem that we all learned as kids in elementary fucking school. 
we can't even say that we believe in it anymore because that is where we are in our fucking current day society. That what was once an American dream has become a fucking American nightmare. And it's all about fucking politics. You guys, I'm so fucking sick of this shit. Like, why can't we all just fucking get along? Listen, I know that I'm so overly opinionated and have a whole hell of a lot to say in regards to my opinions, beliefs. And I live in this cute little cozy San Francisco gay bubble where I, everything is very on the left. And I get that. But that doesn't mean the right doesn't have the right to express their opinions or beliefs. But I think it should be limited to expressing your opinions and beliefs and not forcing this to be law among the entire fucking country. This shit is so beyond bullshit. I can't even express into words how upset I am and so ashamed and pissed off at this fucking country that we've gone down this fucking hole of like legitimately shaving off like fucking 10 years of all the progress that we've made in, you know, today's society. It's it's just so sad. Like we're outlawing abortions. We're overturning a 10 year fucking decade long law that actually is now being overturned and women can't get abortions in some states. And it's just rumors are that gay sex and sodomy, quote unquote, is the what they're labeling it as is next. I just don't know what the fuck to do with this bullshit. I can't with all of this. It's just too fucking much. So here's the thing. Shortly after the Roe versus Wade judgment was like like misguidedly decreed by the fucking quote unquote su- Supreme Court of the United States of America, which was truth be told, like fucking full on sabotage by that orange Cheeto. Really, there was this woman that, oh God, I don't remember her name. And, I, you know, not doing research is the entire dynamic of this show. But there was a woman who went viral on social media who basically, supposedly, according to my sources, she basically was a very Republican right winger. But she like went off on a tangent on her show and I heard potentially got in trouble But she basically said a very truthful sentiment that I really feel like the entire fucking country really just needs to hear. She basically said, listen, you can have your religion. You can have your Christianity. Yes, you can believe whatever you want to believe, but you have no fucking right to tell me what I can do with my fucking body. She even went as far to say that I want you to have your Christian faith. I want you to believe in what you want to believe. And it's so true, you guys. Like, everyone has the right to believe what they want to believe. We don't always have to agree. We don't always have to, like, like hold hands and sing kumbaya and all this bullshit. But we actually should never, ever in this fucking country that's supposed to be the land of the motherfucking free tell people that they can't do shit with their bodies, can't have sex with men if they want to have sex with men. Like all the other things that are happening in our fucking, like, the drag queen bullshit. Like, what the actual fuck is going on here? I just, I'm shocked and just really want to know what the actual fuck is happening here. So on my eighth life cycle journey, on day four, we actually had a red dress day. And the the history behind this, our team leader kind of cued us in on why this was actually a tr- new tradition. 
So basically, what had happened years ago was, I guess there's like a stretch of the highway that like kind of forms a ribbon, which the red ribbon is the AIDS, you know, cause like in itself. So they, I guess they had sent out an email or a memo or something telling people to dress in red. And so I guess someone misinterpreted it and said, wear a red dress. And so it just sort of stuck. And from that moment moving forward, there was always a red dress day. And it was a lot of fucking fun, you guys. Seeing some of the things that people came up with. And because we're actually on this topic, just as a little bit of a side note, our actual, the guys that did our specific truck where we loaded up our luggage each day when we did the red dress day they were full on dressed up as like the handmaids from the handmaid's tale <laughs> what an ironic twist because here we are in this moment where all of that is actually kind of becoming a fucking real reality in america which is crazy but that being said back to the story so we were on red dress day we're in the car we're all in our dresses we stopped at a Starbucks. And so, I mean, there were other teams besides ours that were doing the AIDS life cycle that were all decked out in their red dresses as well that sort of, you know, were doing that same look and feel and vibe and moment. And as we sort of walked back to the van to get back into the car and get back on the road, there were these guys, you guys, and I'm not telling, oh my God, we are, we were in California. We were fucking in California of all the states in the world we were in California. And this car, these guys drove in to the Starbucks parking lot just to yell out, and I quote, are you guys those child molesters like in Texas? Are you guys like those child molesters like in Texas? And you guys, I have to say, I was already in the van and it just happened really fast. And most of my team was actually still like kind of like walking across and like caught the brunt of it. And honestly, if I had like been there in that moment and they like drove by me, I would have had a whole hell of a lot to say. But I was already like kind of out of the picture and didn't really have time to react. But like, you know, living in my cute little cozy San Francisco gay bubble like I do, like I don't ever get expose to anything like that. And so it really just made me feel like, holy shit, this country is like kind of going to hell. Like, where are we in a world where like multiple people can't just express themselves in a red dress because it's something that we're having a whole hell of a lot of fun doing for a fucking really amazing cause that we support? I, I just, it doesn't, it blows my mind. And like, legitimately this like came out in social media where like the whole drag queen thing that's happening in Texas right now where I guess kids aren't, they're trying to make it a law that kids are not allowed to go to drag shows. There's all kinds of crazy shit, too. So, like, one of the politicians, I guess, she or he uh, tweeted Trixie Mattel and said, like, he, like, went out on, like, this little binge where he was, like, specifically targeting RuPaul Drag Race drag queens and 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 tweeting them specifically saying, stay away from kids, stay away from kids. And Trixie Mattel's reply was like, girl, I hate kids. What the fuck? Like... And that is like the best response that any drag queen could have. It's so crazy. The notion of this idea that people are actually trying to outlaw drag shows for minors is just absolutely absurd. Like that you're going to make them drag queens because they're going to a fucking drag show. I've been to so many drag shows and I don't have any desire 
to do drag at all whatsoever. So that's all complete bullshit. It's just one of those things that just doesn't make any sense. And I have to wake up every morning and tell myself, like, is this real? Are they really trying to outlaw drag shows for minors? Like, is what the fuck is going on here? Then all the other viral bullshit that's going on on social media too. Like there, there was a, um, a, t- a like a DM message that somebody like posted and it went viral. And it was somebody who basically was saying to some, I don't know who it was, but originally it was like some person who was, you know, some kind of a Instagram influencer and had big following. So pretty much the text said that I work for Plant Parenthood and we had a woman come in the other day and she was dying and she was bleeding out in our like waiting area and the doctor had to abort the baby otherwise this woman was going to die but the doctor couldn't abort the baby because the doctor had to get on the phone and call a lawyer call a judge get approval or the doctor would lose their license is this fucking real is this real like, again, I'm still waiting to wake up from this nightmare. Like, I I just can't believe. Rumor has it gay marriage is next on the chopping block from the Supreme Court. The president doesn't really seem to be doing anything about any of this bullshit. And it really is just making that wedge that's dividing this country that much bigger. And it's just so sad to see our society just follow by the wayside like it is right now. I made a friend in 2018 in Thailand. Now, when we were in Phuket, we went to do this like canoeing in the cave caverns on the PP Islands. That's P-H-I-P-H-I for those who aren't in the know. <laughs> I'm not saying PP. I always have to explain that whenever I tell people. But at any rate, it was a two-hour boat ride from the actual country to the islands. And so on the boat ride back, this random guy from Bangladesh sat next to me and we became friends and we started talking and he and I have been in contact and communicate with each other pretty regularly ever since. And he always asks me, what the fuck is wrong with your country? And I don't have an answer for him ever. I don't know what's wrong with our country. It's just, there's a part of me that wants to believe that the back and forth is part of what makes this country great. But at the same time, it's just... We're taking human rights away from people in a country that is supposed to be, wait for it, land of the free, right? Like, I don't understand what's happening here. And once again, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, if I'm not an old, white, toothless, middle American person, how can I ever express my pride for this country? How can I ever say that I'm proud to be an American when all of this bullshit's going on and people from fucking Bangladesh are asking us, what's going on with your, what's wrong with your country? What's happening? I don't understand. It's just crazy to me. But you guys, listen, I have faith. I have hope. I really just don't, again, I want to have this conversation with everyone because I don't feel like it's something that is being exposed as much as it should, where there is an overwhelming majority of Americans, like Republican, Democrat, gay, straight, whatever, like that don't support half the shit that's happening right now. Why is it that fucking six out of nine individuals get to dictate the laws for the rest of the fucking 
country, when the overwhelming majority doesn't approve of anything that's happening right now in today's society and allowing that woman to bleed out in a fucking waiting room at Planned Parenthood and potentially die because she's not allowed to have an abortion that will save her fucking life. And the idea that like we are in that handsmaid's tale era, that's where we're headed. That's where this shit is going. And I swear to God, if and when, because I know they are going to try and come for the gays, all of that goes into play and all of that takes place. Shit is going to really get fucking real as if it isn't already. But still, like, like I, I mean, I'm just sitting here waiting for every other thing that we're supposed to do or supposed to like support and like be a part of as a society and standing up for our freedom and our rights and our what we believe in and who we are as individuals just literally being stripped away one by one but wait hold on there was another shooting and that's okay right we can have guns we can fucking have guns we have the right to have fucking guns but we don't have the right to abort a baby when we're bleeding out in a fucking plant parenthood waiting room I'm so fucking sick of this shit, you guys. There's a meme that went viral. And I'm going to leave you all with this. That basically said, it showed a picture of a fucking mask that we've all been wearing for the last fucking almost three years now. And it said, a violation of human rights underneath. And then there was a photo of a uterus and it said underneath, this is fair game. And that is exactly the America that we are living in today. And I really fucking hope that everything just goes back to the way that it's supposed to. But at this point, we're in this like big downward spiral that I really just feel like this woman that I mentioned earlier, who's trying to get the separation of church and state, like thrown out and make this a fucking dominated, dominated, like political Christian climate. Fuck you, ma'am. That's all I have to say to you. Fuck you. And that's it. I can't talk about this shit anymore without getting upset. And I hope that you guys all are supporting like all the causes that you need to be supporting in regards to getting this shit flipped back to the way that we really just need for it to be. And I'm really hopeful and crossing my fingers that we can get that America back and that we can actually sit there and watch the fireworks at Dolores Park on the 4th of July one day and be proud once again to be American. So what do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights? Tops or bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, transgender, and questioning? Well, I don't think we learned anything because I think you all kind of know what's going on in our current political climate. And let's just all legitimately cross our fingers and hope that we have some sort of a light at the end of the fucking tunnel. Because as of right now, I just feel like I'm like in quicksand And we're just like getting deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's just going to go, unfortunately, downhill from here. But at any rate, if you have something that you want to say about our current political climate or any of these 
recent events that are happening in America, feel free to chime in on the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and tell me what you think of America. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, and don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars, follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the latest piece to the My Gay Expose podcast puzzle. The official My Gay Expose podcast website at mygayexposepodcast.com. That was a fucking mouthful. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will not say the Pledge of Allegiance with you next time. Expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.